Why do the wicked seem so fed and carefree? They sleep all day and plot their schemes at night. When I consider this, I was despairing. When I stepped in your courts, I saw the light. When I come to your house, I see you in your power. When I come to your house, I hear the angels sing. Every tear is wiped away in glorious array. I rejoice when I come to your house. There's a gate to enter and it's called Thanksgiving. There's a lock on the door and gratitude is the key. When I open up my heart to all your giving, then I fall down in the presence of the King. When I come to your house, I see you in your power. When I come to your house, I hear the angels sing. Every tear is wiped away in glorious array. I rejoice when I come to your house. Come, let's go up. Come, let's go up. Bring praises and living offerings. Oh, come, let's go up. Come, let's go up. Come, let's go up and meet the King. Come, let's go up. Come, let's go up. Bring praises and living offerings. Oh, come, let's go up. Come, let's go up. Come, let's go up and meet the King. When I come to your house, I see you in your power. When I come to your house, I hear the angels sing. Every tear is wiped away in glorious array. I rejoice when I come to your house. When I come to your house, I see you in your power. When I come to your house, I hear the angels sing. Every tear is wiped away in glorious array. I rejoice when I come to your house. Oh Lord, I rejoice when I come to your house. I rejoice when I come to your house. Hey, thanks for listening and stay tuned because the story behind the song is next. Welcome to Blueprint Sounds. My name is Nathan Smith. Thanks for joining me. Today I wanted to share with you my song, When I Come to Your House, as well as the story behind the song. But first, I want to give you something. If you go to my website, blueprintsounds.com, you can get access to my free guide called 25 Chart Topping Arrangement Tricks. If you're a worship team or a worship leader and you have a song that's all right, but that you wish could be more interesting, download this free PDF. It gives you 25 great ideas for how to make your song more interesting, it gives you a couple of sentences about why that trick works, and then it gives you a song from the radio so that you can hear the trick in action. Again, go to my website or click on the link nearby, blueprintsounds.com forward slash 25 tricks. 
All right, let's talk about When I Come to Your House. What I really like about this song is the process that I went through in writing it and how it mirrors God's principles of giving and receiving. So let me explain. I woke up one morning and I set my feet on the ground and the first thing that popped through my head was this lyric, when I come to your house. Out of a sleep, that was it. That was what I was thinking of, when I come to your house. And I thought, hmm, okay, so I'm trying to sing it. I'm trying to think of a melody that's kind of cool. When I come to your house, when I, how would I make house stand out? Ooh, when I come to your house, like jump up and make everything else one note and then jump up to house. That was the, the kernel. That was like the little nub of the song. And that's how things got started. Well, that was from God, right? I didn't have that in my head. I wasn't planning on writing a song about that, but that just came out of nowhere and hit me. Well, then it was my job to flesh that out and actually finish the thing. And that's how God operates with us, is through this process of giving and receiving. So let's go all the way back to creation and think about it. So when God created the heavens and the earth, you notice that he, when he set time in motion, he called evening and morning the first day. That sounds backwards to us in our Western culture, but it actually starts with evening and then morning. And so the Israelites would celebrate Sabbath starting in the night to the next day. Well, why is that? It's because in creation, one of the laws that God put in the universe is that we receive before we give. You rest so that you can carry on the day's work. You don't rest after the day's work. You rest before the next day's work. It seems weird, but think about a baby. When a baby is born, it does not start off giving. It starts off receiving absolutely everything from its mother. It's only later in life that it turns to giving. Right, So we always are receiving before we're giving. That means that all creation is testifying that there must have been a giver, a creator at the beginning. Right, We must have been receiving before we were giving. And if we're receiving, there was somebody giving to us. So that's just one of the ways that all creation testifies to the existence of God. Because God is the original giver. And we are receivers before we're givers. In Western culture, we tend to think of ourselves as, I got to go out there and do, and then I got to rest. It's actually the other way around. But in the songwriting process for this song, that's how it started. God had an idea. He's like, hey, why don't you write about when I come to your house? Okay. Well, that that triggered in me the, the remembrance of Psalm 73, where Asaph is singing a song um, about the wicked. So I'll just read a little portion of it. So this is Psalm 73, starts in verse 12. This is what the wicked are like, always carefree. They increase in wealth. Surely in vain I have kept my heart pure. In vain I have washed my hands in innocence. All day long I have been plagued. I have been punished every morning. If I had said, I will speak thus, I would have betrayed your children. When I tried to understand all this, it was oppressive to me. Till I entered the sanctuary of God, then I understood their final destiny. So then he goes on to explain how the wicked get destroyed. But it's that idea of being jealous of the, the wicked for prospering when they do wrong and the righteous doing right and not getting anything is where Asaph starts. And then he says, if I had said this, I would have betrayed God's children. But then I came into your sanctuary and I realized, and then he goes down the list with what he realized. 
So that gave me the idea of, okay, how am I going to make verse 1, 2 different from section to section? So in verse 1, I decided we'll start by talking about the wicked. Why do the wicked seem so fed and carefree? They sleep all day and plot their schemes at night. When I considered this, I was despairing. When I stepped in your courts, I saw the light. So the first verse is about the wicked, but about that realization that Asaph has, when I came into the sanctuary of God, that's when I figured it out because he illuminated it to me. So then we have the chorus. When I come to your house, I see you in your power. When I come to your house, I hear the angels sing. Every tear is wiped away in glorious array. I rejoice when I come to your house. So in the second verse, I wanted to kind of get the idea that Asaph had, like the wicked are a breath. It happens so fast, they're going to be done with. So I don't even mention the wicked in the second verse because the song isn't about the wicked. It's about coming into God's house. And then in verse two, we talk about gratitude. There's a gate to enter in. It's called thanksgiving. There's a lock on the door and gratitude is the key. When I open up my heart to all your giving, then I fall down in the presence of the king. So in the second verse, I just turn the focus right on God. We don't even care about the wicked anymore. It's all about how gratitude gets us into his presence, just like it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. And then the bridge, come, let's go up, bring praises and offerings. Come, let's go up and meet the king. It's all about inviting everybody who's in the song, you know, everybody who's singing, hey, let's go up and meet the king. And then finally, after I had written the song and and had sung it to my congregation, they felt like we were missing a gear. Like, oh, this song is really good, but we kind of want to keep going. Ah, key change. Because, well, the bridge is saying, come, let's go up. So we might as well just go up literally. That'd be kind of fun. This was such a fun song to write because it had that push of having received something from the Lord at night and just waking up with a song. But then he also had me finish it and show the initiative and and do that giving section where I'm not only receiving, I'm not just waiting around for the rest of the song to be plopped into my lap. It's up to me to unpack and to use my skills as a songwriter to figure out verse one and verse two, all the way to the end, how to make it work and how to bring it to the finish line. And that's exactly how we see God treating people in scripture. When you think about the parable of the talents and the servants, Right? The master comes to them. He gives them something first. It's up to them to take it to the finish line and do what they can with it. And then he sees what they've done with it. That's how it works. So that principle of giving and receiving is even true in songwriting because it's true in all of life. So here's my advice for you songwriters. All of us fall somewhere along the spectrum of being good at receiving, but maybe not so good at giving, or being really good at giving, but maybe not so good at receiving right? So if you're somebody who's really good at receiving, then you probably need to read some books about the songwriting process, maybe build your skills, and don't expect it all to just be dropped into you, you know, waiting for inspiration to strike. Because if you got that little kernel, which for me tends to be on the chorus, well, it's up to me to make those verses different, right? There are, there are things that you can do be, as you become better as a songwriter to take the song to the finish line. My problem and a lot of people, you know, have this is, is I'm pretty good at the giving and maybe not so good at the receiving end of things. And that's where you have to step back and remember to let God be the one who gives, right? And so that you don't have to do everything and don't think that, oh, this thing that I did, this was all me, 
you know, that's kind of the, the spirit of the times, especially in America, is that we're out there to hustle. Well, you'd probably be better off leaning into receiving a little bit more and being okay with it. Because guess what? God intended us to have both giving and receiving. And receiving always comes first. Hey, I hope that video helps you. And I hope whether or not you're a songwriter, you lean into receiving and giving in the right order. Until next week, God bless and goodbye.